Hey, all Brett here. Uh, Dr. Fly was our guest this week, and he's got some slight buzz, uh, or slight fuzz, excuse me, on the mic, but he's calling in from Canada, so treat this with the same standard as you might a foreign correspondent calling in from Darfur. Honestly, we're just amazed their technology is functioning at all. All right, enjoy. intro sure sure absolutely i'm glad we're all low energy tuesday (laughs) i've got a buzz going so i've been working (laughs) since i I was in the office at 7 a.m it's nine now i'm tired these are my working man here my last three hours of my vacation (laughs) oh nice more like more like your more like your gaycation because you because because oh, you're geez. celebrating pride like a true yes, ally. <laughs> God, I love allyship. I was sure you were canceled, but you you saved it right at the end. Right. That's my <laughs> thing, buddy. That's the Rob roller coaster. Canceled for three seconds and then redeemed. I'm like Jesus. I went to the canceled side so I could come back and teach you. <laughs> 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 Celebra- celebrating Pride Month by only watching lesbian anime. This oh no, yeah, 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 it didn't work. All right, oh, never boy, mind. <laughs> that failed. Uh, yeah, a good run, John. <laughs> <laughs> I had a simultaneous what along with wait, lesbian anime exists. Why does he oh, know about this? Oh, it was just too many questions at once. No, I don't. I don't need more information. No, no, no. no. I mean, it's not like. Well, I mean, some of it's sexual in nature, but no, it's like an entire genre of shows that are just like all fucking like girls you love see, stuff. Brett, in, in quantum, it's like boys I, love I, stuff. I, it's tough, but it's so in quantum physics, they, there's particles uh, can have a momentum and they can have a spin. And it's usually of two types. There's Yuri and Yowie. Now, <laughs> I know you're familiar with Yowie, but I think what, what John's talking about is Yuri, um, which is, of course, uh, what most the the young Russian boy's name is is taken I after. Heard that can be on ice. <laughs> they, is this true? Oh yes, in, yes. So there's Yuri in, on ice. In Slavic there's... countries, you name your your son with the you you freight them with the hopes and dreams of your of your family of your clan. And so when you have the name Yuri, it's saying I think this might be the this son might be the one of the family that gets two big titted lesbians who are sisters to kiss. Just like in, <laughs> just like in the Yuri, that is his namesake. Everyone, welcome to Dumb and Awful. This is Brett at Relentless Board. Uh, this is John at Cali underscore TFF. Uh, this is Rob at Dumb and Awful, and I uh, am an ally too and support Pride. We all decided at the start of the show we would or wouldn't uh, say that, and I guess I'm the only one brave enough to to say it based on the silence of the two people prior. Yeah, but you wanted to put the blue lines. Well, see, here the they go. They want, they want to talk, they want to talk over me. But they, anyway. Um, Shout him down. It's not bro. easy to stand up for what's right. but. And I'm the brilliant yeah. Dr. Fly, at Brilliant Dr. Fly. Yeah, so our guest this week is Dr. Fly, uh, one of our great fans and mutuals who's hilarious. Uh, we're going to talk to him was a little bit today. A, was there another Dr. Fly that you just wanted to fucking own? 
So you changed your name Dude, to the there brilliant was, Dr. There was Fly. another Dr. Fly who who put on a, a, a review once. You remember that? And we were like, wait, who was this? Who? I said, somebody put up a review for the pod mm, at some point mm. named Dr. Fly. And it wasn't this Dr. Mm. Fly. Yeah, I think he like sent that to me at some point. And I was like, no, not yeah, me. Yeah, this guy still hasn't put up a review, huh? Even though he's on the show. <laughs> hey, I did put up a review. It just hasn't gone up yet because Stitcher takes forever. Oh yeah, Stitcher does take forever. The background also, on the name is the, the background on the name is kind of dumb, potentially awful too. Is it? Uh, let me just guess. Okay. Let me just guess because if if multiple people have it, is it that villain from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, because there was one that was like a fly guy or something. Uh, I'm afraid not. That I think was a doctor. If not, that was just a wild stab in the dark. Brett, it's good that you were able to uh, identify that there was another Doctor Fly. Uh, that's that's a way better route to go down than me exploring the premise of fly doctors competing with each other. No, there's no comedic potential there, <laughs> but I'm glad that the listener can, because the listener was thinking, "Well, fly that is that is he the one from the review section of iTunes <laughs> we're all familiar with?" And as soon as you start talking, there was just like this, uh, this cathartic release. Thank you, Brett. Finally, the mystery is solved. It wasn't him, honey. Yeah, no, call. Pick up, yeah, on the phone. Let them know it wasn't him. That's way, that's way better than the idea of either two men with doing fly science at each other or, get this, some combination where one or both of the men are fly men. They're men that have fly-like features and or head. No comedic potential there. Glad we went the way we did. Wow, Rob is actually a lot closer. Oh? Yeah, the, uh, I don't know, it's... You know, in the um, movie Closer. Uh, no, the movie The Fly. <laughs> yeah, The Fly. Okay. That... Uh, you know how the, in like parodies of that in The Simpsons and stuff, it's always like the person and the fly get into the machine together and then they just swap heads. Yeah. I imagine, yeah. oh, what if the, um, like the scientist's body continued performing science with the fly head i'm like ah ha ha what a silly what a silly character and then you may i don't know if anyone else here has seen them there was a youtube channel called uh five second films where they just do really short premise like just what it says they were films that were yep. five seconds long and one was called the brilliant dr i and all it was was basically the joke at the end was a guy in a lab coat spins around and his head is a giant eye and so I just combined my I combined my premise with that, and the character's name was the brilliant Doctor Fly, <laughs> and he just continued to do science with a fly head. And you do fly science? Uh, I did work in a lab that worked with flies actually for uh, eight months or so. Yeah, but when did when did Natalie that? Portman when she was like, he tastes like you only sweeter? Was that in the fly lab? <laughs> <laughs> Is that, is that closer again? No, I mean... I forgot about that movie. The food is mostly yeast extract and cornmeal, so it is not sweet. You dug deep, Rob. Now we're getting fucking fly science. So I've never asked, uh, what are you... Uh, what is your PhD in that you're studying for? Hmm. So, uh... Pussy. Just... <laughs> Pride month, baby. <laughs> uh, so no, really, I... uh, uh, human reproductive studies. <laughs> <laughs> so i work on um just to keep it kind of vague for opsec um the area around the in... pussies 
<laughs> around and in and or including uh, <laughs> so I work on um, how uh, certain organisms uh, regulate specific genes uh, within them in order to deal with uh, stresses that they encounter in the environment. And then when I'm trying to get grants, I say, oh, this will definitely be useful for the purposes of like controlling uh, gene regulation, perhaps in bacteria being used to produce pharmaceuticals or biofuels. So you have a lot of religious groups giving you money so uh, someday they'll be able to suppress their gay kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you dunk your head's, uh, your kid's head in a bacterial culture enough times. I mean, that has a pretty bad effect on them. It'd be a lot like conversion therapy, I imagine. Still, still safer than the anti-vaxxers. Oh, yeah, at least this is like kind of the opposite side of going too far with uh, with medicine. I don't know. Conversion therapy actually kind of close to waterboarding in the U.S. All right, let's just don't stop on by. Just so we can move on from this topic, let's just uh, put your hand up uh, yeah. if you are in favor of conversion therapy. Okay, no, that's what I thought. Only John and Brett. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we can go to another topic. Yeah. Uh, so two quick conversion therapy pieces of news since we're on the topic. <laughs> One from Doctor Fly here in uh, Canada. Alberta specifically, uh, what was this one about the, the what they're doing with their conversion therapy working group or some shit? Uh, yeah, so we recently just uh, changed provincial governments and the previous government had a uh, working group going on that was uh, seeking to prevent conversion therapy from happening uh, in Alberta. And with the uh, new provincial government, they've really quickly um, kind of stifled that. Uh, they didn't as far as I can tell, they didn't directly cancel it, but they stopped um, paying MLAs to be on it, which kind of disincentivizes them from uh, it's the going and doing it. Yeah, basically. Oh, uh, members of the Legislative Assembly. So our like provincial legislators. They basically stopped funding and went, no, but you guys can still meet if you oh, want. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I just love that they had a, they were doing a working group in the first place. Like it's such a it's such a lazy government thing when you know what the right choice is or the right policy, but you don't want to implement it because you're afraid that your population is too conservative, or uh, which is it's typically a lib thing to do, right? To be like, oh, we're gonna test the waters a little, and then once we're sure that abusing children is wrong, then I guess we might try to push a policy. But we're gonna we're gonna look at it and we're going to consider all the facts about electroshock therapy on kids and then we'll see whether or not we want to ban it like cool great great game plan guys and it just allows this shit to happen where the conservatives gain power and just murder it because why wouldn't they oh exactly like there's nothing stopping them from like so much that our previous government did is like that where they really half-assed it and then uh when the tide turns and the conservatives are back in power they just start throwing stuff out like that's been yeah they're in all they've done so far basically is throw out things that our previous government did. Man, yeah, I mean, that's man, what... Remember, remember when the Democrats would half-ass things? Like, they'd actually at least try? No, no they, I they'd at least do, don't. They'd at least, like, even, John, no, I don't. Start even I a working tell, group? I, you're, 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 you're our elder. Tell me about those halcyon days. <laughs> well, <laughs> when they try things. Well, Ted Kennedy was driving home one night, and he had a few too many drinks. And... <laughs> <laughs> when he uh, swam to shore he then put in definitely submitted some legislation 
mandating stricter guardrails as well. Uh, I was going to say on the conversion therapy thing, the flip side of this is in some places it does actually improve. Like Colorado um, just elected an almost entirely new legislature. Uh, I shouldn't say entirely new. They basically have gone more left over time. Um, and they elected a new governor. The old one's running for president, Hickenlooper, the guy who liked to drink fracking water and was just had a super hard on for the fucking oil industry. Um, but the new one has been shocked. Polis has been shockingly good across the board. So I talked briefly before about the um, him not fucking over the teacher strikes when he first got elected, which was great. Like his office could have screwed them, but he stayed out of the way and that. The Denver teacher strike went through. They got their money really quickly. It was awesome. Um, but he recently just signed a bill defalonizing basically all minor possession uh, for any drug, which is fucking amazing. That That's actually like one of the few genuinely great things I've seen Dems do in a while. Um, and then he had another one that banned conversion therapy. Um, and then he uh, passed another one too. I think they included it with the conversion therapy bill that uh, allows trans people to get a new birth certificate. Before you had to submit all this documentation and go through a doctor and all this other bullshit, and they just amended your old one. Now it's a like very, very smooth, quick process. You just um, make the request, and they give you an entirely new birth certificate, which is fucking dope. Oh, so that's great. Some actual good things on Pride. Uh, it helps that the governor is gay, so he's actually like, not that that has been uh, consistent with him doing the right thing. I'm just saying. Uh, it actually seems like he's been shockingly good on a few things. I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop. He's a fucking rich guy. Sooner or later, he's going to fuck us over. But it's been nice to get some good stuff. Damn, let's hear it for yeah, human I was rights. Say, huh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? A lot of pods. No, I hear you out here, by the way. I hear y'all yapping. I see you on Twitter. You're saying we lost our edge. Well, you don't just see a guy with no edge come out here and say, fuck it, I'm for the human rights. End the conversation. <laughs> so when you said they decriminalized most, like, defalonized. Uh, defalonized. So, I mean, was that the one where it decriminalized uh, uh, psychedelic mushrooms? No, that was a local Denver uh, ballot oh, measure. okay. Yeah. This is, uh, this is basically like if you had any sort of possession uh, and nothing in addition to it, but just like normal possession of like heroin or fentanyl or anything like that, it's a misdemeanor now. Damn, right, good. shout Let's out to all my Fenty heads out there. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wonder why they they go, oh, it's not a felony anymore. It's just a misdemeanor. Like, what's the logic behind that or the ethical reasoning? Like, is it okay to do this or not? I would say for Colorado specifically, this has been, weirdly, regardless of who's in power, this has been their process is they they genuinely do slippery slope with drug stuff and uh, um, criminal justice where they go one step at a time and they go, see, you dumbass conservatives, it didn't destroy everything. One more step. So that's what they did with uh, marijuana. That's what they did. That's what they're doing now with mushrooms as well. So I, it's an interesting I, process. It's just fucking slow is the problem if people keep getting screwed in the meantime. So uh, one thing I can say is uh, one thing a fair chunk of the U.S. does is uh, when you're when you have a drug charge against you is sometimes they will offer uh, divergence training where you have to go into uh, you know uh, uh, like therapy or things like that and uh, companies now sponsor that so one of the one of the great ones that came up in an article like maybe a year ago now was uh, a group of 
uh, all these people were getting with heroin addictions were being forced to work by courts somewhere in the South uh, in uh, chicken gutting plants. Yeah. Oh, I heard about that. And uh, you aren't. And so, yeah, that would be your that would be your therapy uh, <laughs> would be you would work for effectively nothing at a chicken gutting plant. Uh, you couldn't quit without, you know, violating the terms of your uh, agreement. The best part or the, the, the most horrifying part is that if you got injured in the equipment, uh, which is constant at a chicken uh, gutting facility, uh, you weren't a worker. So you have no actual protections under the law. I, I feel like every fucking labor policy in the South is like, how close can we get to slavery before someone notices? If I was the editor of a Colorado paper when they legalized marijuana, I would go with the headline, smoking poleless. <laughs> uh, I will say, Colorado, have you had any federal actions? Because smoking one thing with all of this is that... <laughs> There's one thing with all this is that it's still illegal on a federal level. So you've had federal uh, raids on various marijuana dispensaries in. Yes and no. So Colorado has a big um, quote unquote black market problem. Um, Colorado and California actually have the two biggest black market issues with marijuana. California, because they made it so fucking hard to access that entire cities don't have dispensaries. And yeah, no shit. Right. They're just going to buy from their local dealer in that instance. Colorado has made it so easy, relatively speaking, to grow that uh, and it's surrounded by red states that up until recently haven't even had medical that people will grow in Colorado and just ship it to the next door states and sell it there. Oh, good. Um, so it's the reverse of the gun problem. Yeah, it's it's very so. So the feds will come in occasionally to bust them um, and Colorado tries to keep kind of a lid on that. But yeah, I mean, the solution is just the other states stop being garbage and have at least like decent medical laws. It's a pretty simple fucking solution. But now Oklahoma is the wild west of weed. So uh, I imagine they're going to be the ones shipping it everywhere. Yeah. Oklahoma. They have. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, it takes everyone by surprise. Over the summer, they passed a ballot measure that made that created medical marijuana, but makes it so that literally any condition qualifies and there's no limits on the number of dispensaries. So they were a few months ago. They had something like 40 dispensaries in like small college towns. <laughs> it's just going Fantastic. fucking crazy it's very entertaining uh since we're on this just as a real quick hit um illinois just passed quick test. hit hey oh, you got smoking polis <laughs> polis is the name of the governor <laughs> governor polis what is it a libertarian municipal state the polis is in charge where are my book I What is it? An old-fashioned eunuch, but but people aren't being enlightened about his condition, and they're speaking about it derogatorily. <laughs> it's getting way too educated. I'm going to need you guys to both dumb it down. Why? Oh, I, I already gave you Go smoking polis. <laughs> I was going to say, let's get back to that, the bread and butter. <laughs> it's a it, the, the the front page Polish. is just a picture of a weed leaf, and then it says he sucks cock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Illinois just passed or is passing this week recreational. Damn, you know marijuana. who they should talk to? <laughs> uh, which is a big deal because they are going to be the second largest state to have deregulated marijuana uh, after California, but they'll actually have some fucking semi competent version of it. California's is a shit show. 
And theirs is was not passed by, by ballot measure, so they're only the second state to ever pass it through the legislature. The other one's Vermont, which no one really gives a shit what the hippies in that tiny ass state do. Um, hey, I mean, I just Where expect them to be to doing to good the- stuff. Honestly, I'm like, yeah, no. I, I looked it up and I was like, who else did this? I know one state did, and I was like, oh, Vermont. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That checks out. Oh, Vermont's um, <laughs> Vermont's so great. You can just go into the woods anywhere and just get what you need. Explain what you mean by that. Could I go? Uh, it's exactly. Could what I go I into the woods, for example, and get a copy, a retail copy of Shadowbringers, the new Final Fantasy XIV expansion? Could I do that, John? I mean, yeah, they actually have. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could actually find stores that will break street date in, uh, in Vermont. The, in yes, the woods, little mom and pop in the woods, where in the woods, everything is Vermont in the woods. Everything this is, is Vermont, there. You can like, get what you need in the woods. Not a Bob, not a Bob Dylan <laughs> song. That's John talking about the resources available in the woods. And I want to know what the fuck are you talking about? That's a weird thing to say. That you can't just pass that along. There's, oh, there's lots of little communes in the woods. If you meet the right people, you can you can find what you need. John, there's, just keep saying again. In the woods. What are it's you really talking about? This is something that you clearly think is not as weird as it is. This is like. <laughs> this is like, listen everything is better in the woods in the woods we're happy in the woods in the i am more fixated on the you can get everything you need <laughs> that's that's like me being like oh pull over a second here let me pop in this daycare i'm trying to get paid and then coming back five minutes later <laughs> that's not a place where you should be able to obtain <laughs> any resource so you you wouldn't you wouldn't know this, but all the traveling merchants, their code got broken, so they're just wandering around Vermont. That's why none of us can get the good shit. So you're just going to the woods in Vermont, traveling merchants everywhere, go wherever the fuck you need. Yo, let me get that uh, new Final Fantasy fourteen expansion. Oh, yeah, we got that. See, what we're doing here is providing more plausible explanations for what John said. <laughs> Even assuming they're traveling merchants, like... I'm just saying, just come to Vermont on a vacation no, sometime. And no, just I'm not going to go near woods. Wander around again. the woods. You'll feel, you'll, you'll, you'll have a fantastic time, I assure you. Come during fire. No, well, I'm going to find some fucking grove where there's just nooses around the necks of like 14 anime body pillows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they grow there. That's just the stem. <laughs> a body pillow an anime body pillow tree is really an incredible mental image thank you do not think about what they had to plant to get that thing to grow <laughs> <laughs> oh the cump tributes of 10,000 <laughs> wait what Brett <laughs> oh, we're, no. since we're down this road what do you mean? No, so stop. we're you, we've created the the space in the palace of the mind and, and our <laughs> listener right now. They've created a place. I imagine some sort of grove, maybe foggy. I imagine dark, uh, unless you're it's broad daylight and there's all these body pillows, which is almost scarier. Uh, you're no broad daylight. You're there, and he, he says what daylight. makes it grow. <laughs> so I'm imagining the area around the tree. When you say what was it, the contributes of thousands of weebs. What do you mean now? I, I think he's saying that weebs go into the woods in Vermont to jack off on this okay. tree, and then eventually body pillows started spawning from it. That sounds logical so John to me. I uh, see. Here's the thing. I didn't know if that was what was going on. That like your woods site where you can get everything. Uh, it, that that body pillow tree is watered with the, with the cum of of young men <laughs> making a pilgrimage worldwide. 
Or if this was a thing. Or sending yeah, well, it. No, in. that was the other thing. Was that. That's what I was thinking, actually, is that they sent you know, it in. I mean, they're Was that the either John traveled around like a wandering merchant himself, like going door to door, like, got any spare? Come. It's for my grove. <laughs> and, and he came back. Or it's like Coney 2012, where he's just like on YouTube. Hey, guys, uh, I've always been dedicated to causes. That's why I did X, Y, Z. And right now I'm working on maybe my greatest project yet. And I need you. More particularly, I need your cum. <laughs> <laughs> Please support my Patreon so I can continue this good work. This is a really awesome short story we've got. The farmer in charge of the orchard goes out and he's like, there's some like kind of smaller body pillows and gives it a squeeze and only a little cum falls out. And he's like, mm, not ripe yet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, this took a turn. One starts vibrating and falling <laughs> off of the falls off the, the the leaves of the tree and you rush over and you see this just the you, you see the little sack tear open and through the Asuka Langley body pillow emerges Hideo Kojima's face. You've birthed the next one. <laughs> and he just goes, snake was quiet all along. And then poofs and it was just a cloud of smoke. <laughs> How do you get paid for this crop if it just turns into smoke? You have to harvest them before they, before they're, when they're, when they're just. No, it's ripe like enough. oysters. Like only some of them produce Japanese directors. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go back to talk about marijuana now. Yeah, this was terrible. <laughs> Look, I was just exploring you guys' riffs. Yep. Since apparently we can't hey, do any me, of let mine. Me come, let... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, to tie back in to uh, Illinois, I did hear one of the actual good things to come out of this is they're also at the same time advancing a bill to throw out hundreds of thousands of marijuana convictions, right? So... Yes and no. The criminal justice part of it is makes this actually the most progressive version of any uh, marijuana legalization or, yeah, any marijuana legalization that's happened in this country so far because they, they did a few things. Um, and I'll get to the actual uh, expungement thing in a minute, but they have identified a bunch of communities that have gotten fucked by the drug war. They've set aside so 25% of everything that uh, the taxes on the marijuana pulls in will go towards community reinvestment in those communities. Um, the same communities that they've identified, if you apply to be a dispensary owner from those communities, you get a huge boost. So they're still going to limit. It's going to be like three, 350 dispensaries for the state. So you'll get a huge boost in points for that, like how they score it. So you're more likely to get the license, uh, which is good because a lot of the marijuana industry is just wealthy fucking white dudes and former oh, DA yeah. and, and shit like that. It's yeah. like all cops, basically yep. Republicans. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, so that, that one's great. And then in addition, they're also going to give them business loans as well to get those, those dispensaries off the ground, which is fucking awesome. Like that all is fantastic. That's actually what New York is trying to do, or I should say half of the New York legislature is trying to do something like that. And the other half is just trying to jam it through without that and saying like, no, it'll be fine. That's mostly Cuomo's people being like, no, no, it'll be okay. We don't need to worry about helping communities out. We'll deal with that later. Um, so that part's awesome. 
the original version of the bill had auto expungement, which was anybody who had X type of felony conviction for marijuana possession, it automatically goes away. And then all the fucking cops and Republicans lobbied and cried because of that one. So they fucking dialed it back to now has to go through like a review process. And then the governor has to actually sign a fucking, um, Oh shit! What is it? Pardon, basically, for each uh, person. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So all the white people get out. Got yeah, it. that's the fear, right? That's the big fear is that the, all the white people get processed immediately. Um, we'll see on that one, but it is still the most progressive version of this so far because it's actually attempting to make sure the way that the licenses and the like are distributed uh, are done more equitably and yeah. taking into account the communities that have been fucked by these drug laws. So that part's awesome. Nobody else has done that yet. And it shows because all the people getting rich are people who already started rich or had connections, which is the fucking problem. So, because right. it's, I mean, it's like, it, it's a massive industry and it's, there's no big players right now outside of Canadians, which is a whole other thing. Um, so you, you're basically like guaranteed to print money for a few years when you get these licenses. So it's a really big deal when you only hand them to a few super rich people like they did in New York and Florida. Uh, or when you say, no, it's only for people with no prior convictions who are super wealthy and have a ton of money in the bank. And it's like, all right, so white people with political connections. Cool. Great. And that's what it turns into in a lot of states. So right. that one was awesome yeah. to see. That's what it is in Massachusetts and Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah, the entire Northeast does that. They just hand the fucking cash to their friends. Uh, they hand the licenses to their friends. It's goddamn despicable yeah that's like some primitive accumulation shit oh yeah yeah well, rhode island rhode island's a special a, a special level of corrupt it's really great yeah canada has a different version of the weed legalization stuff i kind of like theirs they had a whole like we're gonna run the dispensary thing which i find very entertaining because it seems like a massive headache for them um yeah so they started with banning edibles in Canada, and then they were like, ah, oh, maybe we shouldn't do that, because that's not a great idea. But yeah, they were trying to, to run everything in the Canadian provinces, and then they've slowly backed off that. And of course, all the American ones are, we'll just let everybody else do this. And it seems to be working pretty well. I mean, the first couple of weeks, there were when the dispensaries opened up, there were just lines around the block for them, and they'd all run out within however many hours of opening up, so... I mean, it seems to be working okay. I think the only major issue is the how they're going to deal with people like driving high, because there's no test you can do that just tests for like THC in your body, like in a reasonable amount of time where you're still high from it, versus like the lingering THC. Even though you haven't been high for days, it stays in your system and gets picked up by the tests. Yeah, Where'd I never. I never really understood that for the most part, because if you're getting pulled over for driving erratically, I mean, you were driving erratically. <laughs> it's kind That's of actually a... <laughs> the argument a lot of people in the industry make is like, because cops always bring that up where they're like, well, we can't tell. This is too hard. You just shouldn't do this. And they're like, are they driving erratically? Okay. So give them a fucking ticket. This is dummies. too hard. You shouldn't are, are do they... this. What is this? Brett approaching the ball pit at a McDonald's playpen? <laughs> <laughs> So I'm saying my friend's a pedophile. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like, oh gee, I don't know what he's going for here, but no, right. I knew what he was going for. You can get all the resources you need at the McDonald's ball pit. <laughs> it's like a Vermont <laughs> forest, as they say. 
stuff. Yep. About time to head out to the old Vermont forest. Dad, you're not allowed at McDonald's anymore. <laughs> well, John, I may not be, but you are. Music starts playing. <laughs> oh. uh, let's talk more about the uh, some Canadian politics. Since we're on that now anyway. All right. I got nothing. Yeah. Okay. So, so here, here's Canadian politics. Uh, what, what's that? A boot? Um, a... a Oh, oh boy! I'm I mean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> how's, Rob, how's Rob Ford doing? Rob Ford, uh, more like I'm Rob Bored with the his administration because he's dead. Rob Ford is dead. Yeah, yeah. He yeah died I'm years tired ago. of him ruling in hell. I'm sorry you didn't do the reading, but that was in the Guardian and Le Monde. So fucking his brother the though. Yeah, I say his alcoholic brother's in charge now, right? Uh, yeah. So. Uh, Rob Ford was mayor of Toronto, and now Doug Ford is premier of Ontario. And um, there's actually some... Now, are those different real... states, or are they... <laughs> How does that interact? <laughs> so Toronto is just a is Ontario really big a type city. Is Ontario Toronto? Uh, if, you, if you live in Toronto, <laughs> you probably say yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Doug Ford, you know, famous for one of his... Um, platform planks when he was running for premier was bringing back buck a beer because he was apparently very i can't imagine why he would be upset that beer was a bit more expensive than a dollar a can <laughs> but uh he ran on trying to get that back and sure enough there there's like one or two i i don't really know about ontario liquor prices from but the last thing i heard about this whole story was there's like one or two really shitty brands that you can get for a dollar a can and that's it so it's you know that that would actually be probably a winning platform in the U.S. Like uh, we have Trader Joe's and they have two buck chuck, uh, which is two dollar bottles of wine. Well, they did. Now it's significantly more expensive than that. I mean, bringing that back that that'd be a pretty winning ticket. I, I can understand why Doug Ford would have these alcohol issues after getting bullied so hard on that Quail Man thing. I'm I'm saying that I'm saying that Doug who, who fucked Patty. <laughs> re re referencing the cartoon Doug from the early to mid 1990s. His friend was Skeeter. Oh, he fucked with Patty Mayonnaise. He became the governor of Ontario or some shit. He fucked with the number of francs that it costs to have a beer. That's that's the world that I'm creating, I guess. I don't know. Subscribe to the Patreon. Maybe it'll motivate me. <laughs> in other doug ford news recently he uh he stated that he wouldn't be attending um the pride uh parade because they weren't allowing cops to uh participate in uniform so i mean i mean like that's a double win that rules yeah i like hearing about the fords because it helps make me feel better that everyone's fucked because anyone who looked at rob ford and went yeah i'm gonna double down on this family uh you deserve whatever you get yeah. So I feel when we elect Clintons or Bushes. Yeah, no, fuck us. So what you're saying is if uh, if so, if McCain had won and we just got more Palins in office somewhere. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was thinking his daughter, which was fucking horrific enough. But yeah, that too. We already got his daughter in a position of power. So do you think there's that. any porn star that like did the Palin thing back in the day and now they're just touring strip clubs like, well, I mean, I still you remember you still remember Palin, right? Yeah, like okay, well, you beat it to her like once or twice, right? Like, I mean, fuck. I mean, I guess 
All right. Well, here I am. I'm 44. <laughs> so. And they're posters. I love Fresno. I feel like that still plays well. They have just posters where the tagline is like, you can see Russia from inside my ass or something terrible like that. <laughs> remember American Sniper where they're all standing around and then they see 9-11 happen on the screen? Do you think that for that woman, that's what the announcement of Palin as Veep was? Like her whole family turned and looked at the screen and then just, just her father turned to her with one tear in his eye and went, we need you now, hon. <laughs> I honestly, I want to. Honestly, I want to sit there to th- go back to 2008 and just sit in that room as I had to explain to Obama and McCain that they had to have their shitty white, th- those shitty, awful running mates that they were saddled with. I just want to see what that. that they both made like. the decision. So what you're I describing mean, is the fact that the consultants run their campaigns. Yes, correct. that's yes. what you'd use a time machine for, <laughs> right? i'm not going to tell you what i'd actually use the time machine for that'd be going going and peeping on a little someone in their in their skinnies named jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) going back in time to before you were banned from the mcdonald's ball pit (laughs) (laughs) it's I lo- it's Doc Brown shows up on uh, John's father's r- driveway and just goes, you've got to come with me. He's like, what? What are you talking about? He's just like, you've been banned from the ball pit. It's a whole thing. He's like, well, what are you talking about? He's like, no, not you. It's your kid. Marty, you're going to feel some things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say the other thing in Canadian politics this week. Uh, Wait, I'm not done yet. John, John is is placing an order at the McDonald's counter, <laughs> and he's like, "Because uh, now, wait, no, it's wait, it's John's go- dad is the time traveler. <laughs> so John's dad is at the counter, and he's unrecognizable to you at this this phase because he's young. this happened earlier, and so you're walking towards the ball pit. And we know what your situation is, frankly. And he's going, yep, uh, one cola, uh, one Big Mac. Um, Even though it's just drawings, it's about what it depicts. And extra barbecue sauce. (laughs) 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 And that just puts that slight moment of hesitation in there. And then he he looks down uh, at a drawing that you drew him when you were just, I mean, just a young man. And it's a Sailor Moon upskirt, and it slowly fades from the page as you turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're talking about an utter anachronism. When was the last time anyone has seen a McDonald's ball pit? Well, some of us more recently than others, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, because I don't think I can recall seeing one after like 1986 or so. Oh, they were definitely out. They're still out there. Oh, yeah. I saw them growing up in like the 90s. So they were around. They're very suburban. I guess. I guess. I guess in retrospect, I probably have not been to that many McDonald's. How do you keep doing this, John? He does this. I swear every week he gets us on the topic of the McDonald's ball pits and it's never made sense. (laughs) (laughs) It's never made sense. The only one I remember is it was a 
one of the playgrounds had the the giant hamburger cop in the inside of the, like the meat and like the inside of the sandwich was basically like an open thing with like handlebars on it. So it's kind of looked like a prison cell <laughs> that you could climb into. What the fuck are you talking about? This was a McDonald's Playland, like the only one I can. John's oh, like didn't have a ball pit. It had John's some like the character of a guy who's obsessed with trains but doesn't want people to know. But he keeps giving away the game where he's just like, "Oh man, you guys have a good weekend." No, I just chilled. Mostly looked at some AU eighty sevens with the the double superchargers on the on the eighty six track. Uh, but other than that, nothing. That's John describing ball pits, different features and functionalities. <laughs> you know, I probably have, I probably haven't seen one since '86. Of course, then I had the one that made it look like a little jail, but I don't even I don't remember hard, hardly. I can barely remember. It's disgusting. Like really, like this is like the worst of capitalist realism. I mean, you've got like the the burger cop, and it's just normalizing the ball pit to meat prison pipeline. I, I didn't realize I didn't realize I was in here with Zizek. You're still worshiping. You have the hamburger cup. While we're on the um, the Canadian politics yeah. thing, there's just one other thing I wanted to throw in that's uh, yeah. really worrisome. So uh, with the uh, recent election of the United Conservative Party in Alberta, uh, this actually puts Canada up to potentially. Uh, conservative parties being able to change the constitution because oh, all it yeah. takes to change the constitution is you need seven provinces that contain at least 50 percent of the total population of the country and because uh ontario and quebec both have uh not necessarily conservative in the name but conservative in ideology uh political parties that puts them above 50 percent of the population and then all they need is the uh they just need the uh, House and Senate both to also agree to the constitution to open up the constitution which if the conservatives get in during the federal election this year immediately gives them the house if they have an if they have a majority government at least so uh yeah there could be some real bad shit coming from Canada if uh the conservatives get in Hell yeah baby everybody's going fast conservatives oh damn where are all the white liberals going to move to probably Canada cuz they like that I was going to say, conservatives changing your constitution. What is this, a a Trump tweet? Because I I see that, and it it just makes me sick. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Maher, just hire me, please. I I can do this so easily. Oh, God, man. Have some standards. Look, I don't give a fuck about these guys here. (laughs) Okay. Teresa may more like Teresa may not get the outcome she expected this week. I can do transitions too. You you know, with (laughs) riffs like that, you should really contact the hosts of Netflix's historical roasts. I watched the first episode after getting advertised it a bunch of times for God knows what reason. And boy, it's it's everything you've ever, ever wanted in a roast show. You know, the, the utter lack of comedians, the dead audience. It's, it's exactly what you're looking for. And your 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 barbs would be perfect for it. John, I don't know what reason they're advertising to me. Has the entire complete Jeff Ross collection on DVD and has bought on Amazon <laughs> and actually on my, my good friend what? and Twitter mutual James Adomian is on that show. So, yes. 
Yeah, he is. Uh, he's Freddie Mercury on the second. Yeah, I thought episode. he did a great job. I, I actually I DM'd him that because I have that functionality. So, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the this life cycle of every New Yorker is complete. Name dropping. Yeah, like I never did that before. Come on. Who the fuck were you <laughs> name dropping when you lived in New Orleans or Florida? The uh, a the guy downstairs who'll suck your dick for like nothing. <laughs> Um, the, the <laughs> Slavic girl that is addicted to biting, uh, the, the old man who, uh, taught me contract law and also how to siphon gas out of an old Mercedes, <laughs> typical New Orleans locals in the big easy. I keep getting news articles about this night. I didn't understand what the fuck was happening, but the entire Florida legislature just went to Israel just cause. All of them, new governor, everybody, they're just hanging out in Israel because that's a thing we do now in Florida. We put a whole delegation to Israel talking about a bold agenda, and it's basically just a bunch of memorandums okay. of understanding of like... Brett, I I see that you're like trying to expand, you're like, what's it called? Fill time because you clearly didn't do the reading. Um, there was a very <laughs> obvious, like if you actually did the reading, it said the reason they went was to examine Iron Dome for use in Florida as a test project so that ideally the missile interceptors could prevent the ACLU from arriving. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just something Governor DeSantis uh, wanted everyone to be a part of. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can at least understand the idea of taking, hey, a free vacation. It's, I, I, I just thought everything about it was bizarre and they kept... <laughs> They they also wait Brett one second I'm just imagining John a vacation I'm just imagining what? Rick DeSantis on the beach like in one of those rain rainbow yeah. chairs and he kicks his feet up and he's got the little sunscreen on his nose and he's just like buddy I'm in paradise low tide high tide apartheid <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Do you think anyone in the Florida legislature gives a shit about that? You think Debbie Wasserman Schultz isn't just isn't just going to be sitting there on on there just watching missiles rain <laughs> rain down on There's Palestine? Someone that just keeps winning. Debbie Wasserman Schultz. She has succeeded more than any of us ever will in our lives. It's amazing. Oh, by the way, one of the things they are actually looking at, and this is this is real, is <clears throat> they wanted to get a sense for how Israel does security and hope to bring that back to help with school security so that we can prevent things like the Stoneman Douglas massacre. Yup. An iron dome over every school. Yeah. If you, if you see just ACLU rockets flying in, bombarding schools, like there has to be a way we can solve this. Israel help. There's just somebody on the roof of the high school, just fucking ripping off thousand yard headshots on on kids that they think are enemy combatants, but it's just the local elementary school across the way. <laughs> I don't know. I took the full IDF training. I don't know what you want me to do. Is Florida also the state where a bunch of like uh, a bunch of people tried to just let me stop you right there, John? Isn't Florida also the state? The answer is yes. Yeah, but oh, I mean, really? it, was a, it was a state where a bunch of like armed guys just tried to go and be school security for schools. Uh, of course it was. Uh, of course it, it was. If it didn't happen, it basically they, still did. That's like bikers that like show up at the airport when troops are arriving back home to like provide security. From what, idiot? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I mean, they, they, this state did, in fact, pass the, the bill they talked about allowing teachers to carry in schools. Like, that's a thing now. Hell yeah. In Florida. That was their, that was their, their response to children being murdered in schools was to give teachers guns and then to send them to the train with the IDF. <laughs> so, so severely underpaid people in a high-stress working environment with, filled with a bunch of shitty kids, and now they're armed. Caleb... Caleb, Caleb, sit down. Caleb, I said, sit down. Caleb, I said, pushes away blazer to reveal Glock nine millimeter. I said, sit down, <laughs> Caleb. <laughs> Daenerys, put that phone away. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Best case scenario. I mean, the teacher shoots the kid who's going to shoot up the school, right? I mean, that's the goal. I mean, that is the actual ideal test case. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't even work because look, I, I'm not, this is this. Unlike some of us, this is the first time I've thought about this. If I was a school shooter, I would, I would not go to Professor John Wick's office. Then I would simply avoid him. <laughs> but simply, the guy that practices tactical roles through the lunchroom, I'll pass on his area. <laughs> uh, Professor Baba Yaga. How soon do you know who Baba is Yaga. and isn't carrying at your school? I mean, come on, you know, Florida, the people who carry are going to fucking talk about it constantly. Yeah, that, that's like, it, it doesn't even make sense as a solution. It's not supposed to make sense as a solution. It's just supposed to be enough to get people to shut the fuck up. I mean, which is the bigger tragedy? Like a kid shoots up a school. I mean, that's pretty sad. But a teacher shoots your kid. That's a little less sad. I mean, the teacher kind of knew them. <laughs> Maybe it's they really, deserved if it. Florida's really, I mean, really like pushing the envelope on the he, trolley problem now. He, <laughs> you gotta admit, he he did probably kind of deserve it. <laughs> Look, I shot him before a shooter could. This is the best we could hope for. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you, all right. Speaking of other terrible ideas, Gillibrand's campaign is dying. <laughs> really I badly really, too. In the notes, um, you said uh, that it was going under. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of other terrible things, Gillibrand's campaign is that's going That's the under. name of the Evanescence song. <laughs> that was the fucking joke you wanted to do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, let's, no I, I actually have a riff, though. For real, set it up. I'm sorry. Let me take a, a sip here. Take mm. it from the top? Mm. Mm. All right. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Fly. Dr. Fly. You didn't, you didn't go to eight years of medical school to be Mr. Fly. I did not Fly. study for this degree with apostrophes around it for nothing. All right. Speaking of other terrible things, Gillibrand's campaign is going under. That's the Evanescence song. You God him, damn it. You did it again. You son of a bitch. No, no, set it up there, set it up, set it up, quick, quick, quick. No, just say the one sentence, just say the one sentence. all of this now. Just say the one sentence, yeah, thank you, please. Speaking of other, speaking of other terrible things, Gillibrand's campaign is going under. Now you're just leaving all of this in. No, no, go back, go back. One more time, okay, no, this, this is, what? No, Just do it one more time. I'm not, I, I'm not, at this point, if I don't actually have a riff, like this is ever it's so bad and every we don't have time. Just let's go. Uh, speaking of terrible things, Gillibrand's campaign. That's the name is of the Evanescence song. I hate you so much. I'm leaving all of this in now. <laughs> Just people can see what I fucking deal with. Damn. Oh Jesus.
But yeah, yeah ser- set, seriously, set she is just <laughs> dead on a. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, she's been doing terribly. You might even say she's going under. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Drowning in you, uh, the electorate. So they have to... So they Falling forever in so the polls. The... <laughs> I've got to break through to mainstream America. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you thought Jellibrand was going to be dangerous, Rob? Um, She still is dangerous. Just not electorally. Oh... Uh... <laughs> I mean, ask Al Franken how dangerous she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's part of it. I, I I do love that she did the right thing in that case, and that fucked her over because well, all the centrists are such fucking vampires. It's so yeah, great. It was a combo of doing the right thing, and then now in her campaign, trying to backtrack from that and still saying like, yeah, that was the right thing, but not bringing it up because it might angry it might anger centrists. Right. right, she she went like, after she went after she went after a fucking li- a liberal politician, and that was the worst crime she could have done. But I'm saying, like, I still think she could have played that well. Like the political article, I always think it's a bad sign when Politico is like, "You're too fucking bland," and that's what the article says. Uh, he has a whole thing on there where he so the the interviewer is asking her about, for instance, O'Rourke. Uh, mention O'Rourke was on the cover of Vanity Fair, and the look on her face when I mentioned it uh, was beyond description. Unusual, she finally mustered, biting her lip and her tongue at once. A litany of curse words, no doubt suppressed. All right, getting a little editorial with it. Uh, never seen it before. And when I asked Gillibrand to name the worst part of running for president, she replied, I don't want to tell you. She added that it's not an appropriate thing for me to say, then promise to tell me later off the record. And so the, the interviewer goes on to just say, if she had actually said the stuff off the record to me on the record, you guys would fucking love her, but she's too cowardly to do that. I mean, let me just say that Politico's only doing that, though, because they want to, because she's fucking meat. And yeah, no, she could just course. be destroyed. Like, that's why but they're, they're just also right. Right, of course. But I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> it's not always Bernie Sanders. Like, every fucking... Every fucking other Democrat politician, you can just shit on them for the for actual good reasons, and yet you're still shitting on them. Yeah, I mean, there's so many great bits in this of how badly she's doing. So uh, things have gotten so grim for her recently that a high-ranking campaign aide to Cory Booker tweeted that <laughs> she had donated to the New York Center's campaign and encouraged others to follow suit. This was done, the aide noted, to ensure that Gillibrand's important perspective is on the debate stage. She so she's getting pity money from other candidates who are also not going to win. Cory Booker. <laughs> I mean, it is important for all the for all the zero percenters to stick together because they do need to have as many as close to twenty as possible to ensure that Biden can be on a stage with all centrists safely away from Bernie and Warren and I guess whatever the corpse of Mike Gravel is doing. He's posting. Yeah, so I didn't How realize do you not this notice is- this? <laughs> we should be so lucky. If I'm dead as fuck and in my spectral form, I'm uh, posting about... Yeah, I wish I had some high school teens posting for me. That'd be pretty sweet. You know, if all the zero percenters like got together and formed like some sort of weird democratic primary union, we'd have to support them. That's true. true. Uh, no, I, so I didn't realize from reading this how soon the debates are. And what, so we're about to get a big calling, which is great for us because there's no way we're going to get through all like 24, 25 fucking candidates. So thank God. Especially because they're also fucking boring. 
I know. Well, they so what I didn't realize is because the Democratic Party changed the requirements for debates this year, so it's capped at 20 people. I'm Lloyd The first Dogger. debates are at the end of fucking. I say let the colon begin. <laughs> Spill the blood to find the champion. <laughs> Lloyd Doggett approved. <laughs> Uh, so the first debate is at the end of June. I think it's like the 27th, 28th. Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So they, they actually have to qualify by... Uh, yeah, so the debates are at the end of June. They have to qualify by June 12th. So next fucking weekend, we'll know who's going to get called. Because if you don't make the debate stage, you're fucked, right? Nobody's going to know who you are. And I mean, so, you, say, you say that, but Joe Biden is probably going to skip the debate. <laughs> no, he'll be there. He'll be there. Um, but it's, so they're going to do 20, they're going to split it into two separate nights of 10 and cut it in half. And it's going to be basically everybody below like three or 4% polling split into two groups and everybody above. Right. So it'll be like, you, you so it should be like that. five people who are popular and five people who are like fairly unknown for both of the two nights. You say that, but they've said it's going to be random seating. So I almost guarantee Bernie and, and probably Warren and all the no hopers will be in one group, and then Biden will be up there with uh with Butt Gig and Beto and Kamala, and they will just so have a hug off. It's random seating within the ten. Yeah, they're, well, they're claiming that, but I mean, come yeah. on. You, oh, I mean, for sure, they're not going to let uh, Bernie and Biden random on the random seating. That's not what, what is it? Your mom at a key party? Oh, she's nice. I don't know why I keep doing this. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, but so right now, not only so Gillibrand definitely isn't going to make it currently. So she's begging for she's trying to get the the sixty five thousand individual donors, which is what Mike Gravel is trying to do. That's how he's trying to get into. Um, but so Julian Castro is beating her. Tulsi's beating her. Andrew Yang's beating her. Uh, Hell yeah! That that one lady doing the spiritual campaign, Marianne, is going to make it yeah, to I, the initial twenty. Oh hell I yeah! I got to be honest. I do kind of want to watch Tulsi Marianne. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's going to be an incredible like, shit show. Be... But, like, guys, that's the end of this month is going to be the first debates. They have fucking fast-tracked the shit out of this. Um, this is way earlier than normal. And then them doing the the the, uh, the cutoff of who's allowed in the debates means a ton of campaigns are going to get just immediately destroyed, uh, including our buddy from New York is going to be fucked instantaneously. He's already not making the debate stage. He's gotten no donations and has zero polling. Wait, which one? The mayor? I, yeah. I'm Lloyd Doggins. Yeah, good. All, all Lloyd Doggins says the great colon's not just for the democratic field. It's also the inexorable fate of all of us. Before you die, act with the revolutionary fervor. Lloyd Doggins signing out. <laughs> Wait, what Got about um, Michael Bennett? Does he have enough donors? <laughs> was he the guy who was just getting booed? Oh, no, he doesn't. So pretty much right now, every single woman who's running is in minus Gillibrand, which is hilarious because she was running as the like female empowerment candidate at first before she backed off of that. Uh, oh, yeah, and then I... and then most of the most of the white dudes, they're like there's literally a dozen of them. Most of them aren't in outside of the like really big ones. Buttigieg, um, Biden. Can Beto, you imagine being Bernie. characterized as a really big white dude? I mean, for me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is like it's getting ridiculous they're putting out like fucking spreadsheets of how to track this and shit it's it's Ugh. it's reminding me of the draft honestly okay character i can't quite figure out right but you say it's like the draft so it's the draft evaluator that's evaluating pete Buttigieg 
but instead of using the the racially coded language, he uses uh, homophobic coded language. <laughs> or like when a white guy has like sneaky speed and a lunch pail attitude, you know. Well, just go look at all the Michael Sam comparables from like four years ago. <laughs> It's wild. The uh, the Canadian federal election is like this October, and there aren't even debates going on. More like the yeah. Uh, aren't your elections like yeah, three it's months because, beforehand? Yeah, it's because it's sane in your country. That's going uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, we just talked about this. Not really. I mean, it's still saner than this. Like, oh, oh, oh no, the the conservatives could conceivably have the ability to alter the constitution as opposed to in the u.s where they can just fucking where it can just be completely fucking ignored and and we're fucking banning abortion on yeah, a you wide talk scale about a, you now. want to talk about a conservative all, altering your constitution you should take a look at these donald trump tweets because they just make me sick again bill maher john oliver <laughs> i could who i could be flexible with this stuff colbert <laughs> this would be local please <laughs> save it pod save america at least come on oh geez that's the real real scrape in the bottom i could of do the pod save here. save america uh oh you know you know a lot of the the, the bernie bros want to say that they're pro-choice but i guess that, that's not true when it comes to uh, an adult's bodies health insurance health huh? insurance <laughs> And that sounds shitty because it is, but it's still better than anything on Pod Save America. The Canadian political system or any political system being saner than America's is the, the lowest status bar. That's like saying some guy's a better feminist than a DSA member. Like, okay, <laughs> great. I mean, I'm still looking at, I'm just looking at like the EU elections that just happened in, in the UK sent in a bunch of Brexit people. And I'm still like, oh man, that sounds so great compared to what we got going on right now. Like it's, it's two fucking years and we're just, and people are just constantly, anyone who follows politics is always like, oh God, I can't believe how long this is going and, and just how much, like how long this has been going on already. And I'm like, it's been like fucking three months guys it's 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 two years yeah, I'm with john like why can't we oh, yeah. why can't we have a system that you know gets us some actual results like victor orban or which whichever ogre <laughs> currently rules the tallest hill in poland <laughs> it used to be a cyclops but it was a wave election so i guess we're going two eyes now Ogre ruling hell for 2020. I'm down. I don't agree with all of his social policies. <laughs> like sometimes he picks me and my friend up and he moves us around like dolls and makes us kiss. I have real mixed feelings on that, but he's great <laughs> on the economy and the healthcare is fine. So uh, honestly, he's probably going to move up to the EU pretty soon. He reminds me of a young Boutros Boutros golly. You know, he's got a real international feel. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's just the we same way. We do not have like when one look... eye or two eye. We are just eye. <laughs> just when you look at any dystopian fiction and look at what awful, awful monster they have as president and that, and then you're like, huh, still better than what we got going on right now. 
I'm supposed to be yes ending here. I'm struggling. Yeah, but yeah, it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> yes, and what if our sex trafficking numbers were higher? That'd be worse. Yes, and your family members statistically might encounter that sort of trauma. Yes, and there's no social services where one can be equipped to deal with that. Yes, and socioeconomically, you'll be so precarious that you'll probably be on the street. Yes, and that just reinforces that same cycle of abuse and trauma. All right, and scene. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you to Dr. Fly for joining us. You can follow him at Brilliant Dr. Fly. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Follow us on at the, the show account at Dumb Awful Show. Um, we have our Patreon, Patreon, Dumb and Awful with the and spelled out. Um, I stream now as well. If you guys want to hop on and yell at me while I stream Final Fantasy or whatever bullshit has caught my mood. And of course, there's a Discord if you want to bullshit with us. All right. Thanks, y'all.